This podcast was recorded and produced on the stolen land of the Wadawurrung and Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. We would like to pay our respects to the elders and traditional custodians of this land. Sovereignty was never ceded. This land always was, always will be, Aboriginal land and Black Lives Matter. Miscellaneous Fuzz, we have episode 15 today. I'm joined by lovely co-host Kira and also today, very special guest, Jim, Jesse. How are Hi. you today? Good. I'm good. How are you guys? Not bad. We're not coming bad. good, yeah. Again, it's nice to be back again, yeah. like just come back off of Squid the Kids episode. That yes. was really good. It was so good. It was really fun, honestly. Like really big shout out to Squid again. He was mm. really lovely to have on. Uh, really optimistic guy. I really enjoyed having him on. And it was just nice to be back and having people in a studio and being able yeah. to have people on. Because as we've spoken about kind of like previously and whatnot, it's just so much nicer to have people like yourself here to bounce <laughs> off of us so we can actually yeah. just chat about. We were sick and tired of Zoom. Yeah. Was only, we could only do I so much over Zoom. Yeah. Over like shitty internet connection and exactly yeah, and, so much and that's what we're kind of here for we just want to chat to people in our you know music industry and community and so you're one of those people yeah yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i guess yeah. like like you're not like a fully blown like, artist. <laughs> it's like i guess yeah damn so like for people that don't know mm. just give a rundown of like your artist name, who you are as an artist, what kind of music you make, that kind yeah. of Yeah, um, so my name's Jessie, I go by Jim very recently, it's like a recent thing. Um, it's about J-H-M, there's a whole backstory about yes. it. Yes. Which Maybe we'll get into later. later. <laughs> um, but uh, I feel like I just make pop at the moment, like, I, it's so hard to say, I feel like each track, I'm, I'm at this point in making music where I'm just like doing tracks and they each feel like they could belong to different artists. Yeah. Um, and trying to find like the thread between all of them is is something I'm still working on. But I remember talking to B from like Beatrice, EMA, yeah. Beatrice Lewis, yeah. And she was saying that like, it's often a subconscious thing. Like there's, because it's made by the same person, there'll be something that you don't even realize that ties them all together. So totally. I'm, I'm hoping there's that. <laughs> the special like gym flavor. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know, I don't know. That's a really, thing you, that's a really interesting thing you bring up so early on, because mm. that's really true. Like there's always this, especially when you're starting out, you're making your stuff. And as even like, you know, your first few tracks you release publicly, there's always that kind of sense of, hey, you're kind of building upon something that you think you're modeling things that you kind of listen to, to mm. an extent, and you start making those things. But as you start making them, there's certain flares you put into it yourself that you don't even really acknowledge or realize until you get deeper into it. Mm. And then you kind of tend to, artists tend to start focusing on that more as they understand it. And yeah. that's a really gradual process. But it's a cool thing to hear someone really like actively thinking about that. Like, cause I find that a lot of people don't acknowledge that. So it's mm. really interesting to hear that coming from you. It's, it's crazy, like how, um, yeah, it's something you don't really realize. But even like just in a conversation the other day with like, another another musician she was saying that like um you get to a point where you start referencing yourself like totally. consciously or unconsciously so, i'm sorry subconsciously yeah. the difference huh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but yeah you start like you and you you want to do it but then also it's like i can't just be repeating myself like i can't mm. make the same songs or use the same progressions too many times or like totally yeah i don't know it's, it's it's really navigating that space, I suppose, as well, mm. especially when it comes mm. to making new things. So you also want to be self-aware of, like, you want to you want to grow, you want to learn. Mm. So by doing that, I suppose, as a musician, it is dabbling in new areas and dabbling in things you haven't done before. Maybe yeah. taking that step outside certain chord progressions you use in previous tracks and stuff like that as well. Yeah. But yeah. kind of on that topic, I suppose, something I do want to talk about, I know it's been some time, yeah. but I would love to talk about it because I was also glad to be a part of it. But <laughs> I'd love to talk about Santorini. Oh, boy. I'd love to talk about Santorini. Do you know why it's amazing? Because I'm on it. No. <laughs> you are! No, this is exclusive. Yeah. Nobody knows this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're on it. Yeah. I, I'm on it. I, I do some ad-libs in the background. Uh-huh. Um, it makes the track. It Yay. has nothing to do with your amazing voice. It's all to do with It's me. the ad-libs, 100%. No. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so basically, like, 
you obviously made that track through the Push Records program. Did you yes. want to explain like what the Push Records program was? Totally. So Push Records was basically this thing where they, um, the Push signed five artists and essentially like grew us. <laughs> they took us in, <laughs> like we were their kids and um, helped us to release a track each, um, completely supported by an amazing team of which you were one of them. Thank you. Um, there was, so like video, audio, label management, photography. What's the last one? Um, um, I guess just like the sound. PR, no, media, PR. Media, 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 media comms. Media and comms, yeah. yeah that's the one. Um, so yeah, just like the experience of releasing with a team around you that's so supportive, um, backs everything that, like you have an idea mm. and it's like, all right, let's, let's do this. Like nothing is too ridiculous. I remember in, in the video shoot, we were like, oh, we went crazy. We were like, yeah. let's do five locations. Let's run around <laughs> town and like, <laughs> and, and they were like, yeah, okay, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, insane. But yeah, like with that as well, I suppose it's like, that's the great thing about that. I love with young artists and people, especially like, you know, really kind of coming into the industry who have like some really like a lot of background, but are still kind of like navigating their footing yeah. to come from like having like doing all this stuff kind of like out of your bedroom to then having a team so immediately. Yeah. That's a lot. Like for a lot of people who are even making music and starting to develop themselves and putting it out there themselves, they're usually in a few, you know, they're usually in a few like tracks to an album before they even get signed to a label or get mm, the opportunity mm. to really work in that. And they have made success with one single yeah. so like jump from the environment of being very like you know self-enclosed within your house or like your immediate circle of friends or people that you work with to yeah. then a giant team handling all aspects of what you're doing about side of the music yeah. for you i suppose that would have been <laughs> quite extreme it was it was but it was also like it was so inspiring like i know after having done this it's like just cemented it more it's just like that's what i want like yeah. I, it's so inspiring to be able to work with people that you just are like you, everyone is so talented like people in Melbourne are so talented and yeah. the fact that like this program was I hope it's not a one-off like you know yeah. I hope that it, it keeps going and there's like another five artists that can do this because yeah. like it really gives you direction and like gives you an idea about what what you can do to make this happen again and like and in such a safe way as well because oh, you know you, yeah. you weren't signed to any like contracts exactly, it was very much just exactly. like we're throwing money at you it's just like <laughs> one project and then yeah. like you can just move on and you know do whatever yeah it's like it seemed like such a i guess a safe way to see what it's like to kind of be in that label environment without For sure being like i guess too stuck with that or attached to that yeah. absolutely and even just like in terms of meeting other like people mm those relationships don't just like end with the contract. Like they will continue and they'll bleed on into like the next project and the next project. And yeah, for that to be facilitated by like a single organization, like mm. Push Records is insane. And cause they're all young people as well. It's like, you're all at a sort of a similar stage. Mm, so mm. even though you're all in obviously different facets, like the media people, sound people, whatever. Yeah. Like, I guess it gives you all an opportunity to sort of grow together and Absolutely. sort of mm. like, yeah, it's, just, it's yeah, such a really cool program. It's yeah. like brought a lot of people together. It's very... Do it again. Do it again. Push records yeah. again. Get more funding. <laughs> Get more funding. That's true. <laughs> and again, speaking of that as well, it's again, one of those programs where it's, again, helping young people in this industry because, again, we're still... Melbourne's the best place you can be for music. Like yeah, it is. where Nam, else? Where else would this You can't happened? really get this anywhere other than Nam. But yeah. in saying that, there's still a long way we have to come with, mm. you know, you know, music and especially being here while making this sustainable. Sustainability True. in music, especially in places that isn't the US or isn't the UK, is yeah. still very, very, very fickle. The, the mm. success is very narrow. Yeah. So it's nice to see programs like this allowing artists to have access to things they wouldn't otherwise have access to, mm. you know, when they're just working, again, out of their bedroom and whatnot. Yeah. But to steer this through back to Santorini a little bit, can you talk about the track and kind of the sentiments behind it? Because yeah. I, I know of it already, but I'd love you to share because it's such a beautiful track and the sentiments oh. are so touching and I'd love to hear you speak on that a bit more. Thanks. Um, so I guess it happened in lockdown. It was like my parents' 25th anniversary um, and we really wanted to like take them overseas and like make it a whole thing because um, 25 is like a lot of years, you know? <laughs> and um, that obviously didn't happen because we were in lockdown. And I kind of wanted to like make... A song that felt like a vacation and felt like going somewhere else um so i just like yeah it was produced on logic um with like midi all the presets like i didn't know what <laughs> i didn't know how to like change any of the sounds everything was a preset um midi strings like <laughs> <laughs> oh man but um 
from there to hear like everything come to life was crazy because mm. we had like people from the MSO come in to play actual strings yes. on the track. Like Charlie Woods was, you know, playing horns. Yeah, It's insane. Like it, it literally felt like everyone talks about it where it's like, oh, the track came to life. And no, I've, I've never had yeah. that before. I've never like heard something and be like, wow, it came to life. This really felt like that. Like yeah. the second, because yeah. it was in one session. It was like at Avery where we had, we did strings and horns in one day. And just those two instruments swapping out like the, trashing like dragging that yes. file into the bin <laughs> the midi and replacing yeah. it with just like with the live stuff that's yeah. so true though like it yeah. does like even the song speaks for itself when you listen to the song it sounds alive oh. this it's so organic it's so free-flowing you yeah. can feel there's a lot of work and effort put into it, it doesn't feel too construed Thank there's you. so much about it that feels organic and i think it kind of connects with the sentiment of the song as well oh. like, obviously Thank like, that like it, so much. it's very grand it's a, for, for it as is, much of it yeah. as much of a like kind of like a chill pop song it's very grand mm. it's got a lot of backing like obviously like given everyone that was behind it as yeah. well it has yeah. that and you can sense that oh. And coming from coming from someone again who doesn't have that much output to hear that coming out as well, it's like wow, that's extreme. Like yeah. it's a lot, Aww. and it's like again, like I that's hence why I really love listening to it, and it's performed really well too, Thank which you. is great. Thank you. Like I suppose as well. Then like on that topic with it, I got op the opportunity to help shoot the music video yeah, as well. You did. I, I shot a lot of visuals <laughs> for that. But could you lead us through yeah, the direct it was directed by Brooke Kimberly, yes. who's of Fair Trade Narcotic. Shout out to Brooke. But mm. I'd love to hear you speak about kind of how the actual concept of the music came about. I wasn't really a part of that. I yeah, did yeah. more of the shooting. So could you later on kind of explain what the music video is about and kind of where it was set and kind of the locations, maybe explain kind of the two conversations you and Brooke had about yep. kind of making that come to life. <laughs> so um Brooke and I had a Zoom call and we were just talking about like we had we had an idea of like based on the theme and how the yeah. song kind of came about of what it should be like it was like centered around a romance and like yeah. it would feel very like dreamy and kind of surreal in a way um but thinking about how to make that a reality is like cuz th those are vague words like when mm. it comes down to it you can throw around words words like even dreamy like what actually yeah. there's so many ways that you can do that and to to we, we started really broad. We just like threw around all these locations and like, let's do this, 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 this. And then it was like kind of funneling all of those down into like something that was doable. Um, barely. <laughs> it was still, it, it, we had like what, I, I want to say like four or five locations. We were kind of um, pulling up to places, shooting, and then like going to the next place. It happened in like two or three days. Um, yeah, I mean, like, so the, one of them particularly that I remember really clearly was, like, shooting at Le Mans Fresh on City Road. <laughs> yes. And told me yes. all about They had no, like, we literally came in there, me dressed, like, heavy, like, <laughs> looking heavy. so crazy. And there was, like, the rest of, you know, we had, like, four or five dancers, like, just friends, obviously, and they were, like, <laughs> dressing up in stuff that Brooke had in I her car. They, like, crossed the road. Like cross Sydney Road, looking like that Beatles cover album. Like I remember Harrison, who's, who was label management, was wearing like this pink thing that was like too short at the arms. <laughs> so it's crazy. We pull up to the Mother Fresh and we're like, "Can we please film here?" Bless them. They were like, yes, you can. I could not believe that. Like, I, could I was not so believe... I was so anxious. Thank you, Lamana Fresh. Thank, Thank you, Lamana Fresh. You probably you probably yeah. just all looked so I mean you're all in like, colourful fits. You know, like oh I feel God. like you all would have looked so like non-threatening. Like yes. the music video is so like just light and like mm. good vibes. So I'm sure yeah, if you all were just in like colourful dresses and you're yeah. like, hey, can we film here? Yeah. I'm sure mm. they would have just, why couldn't they? They, they were so happy. Room. Like, And yeah. we were literally like filming in the produce aisle. There was people like, what we were, between takes, we would like move so that shoppers could like get our apples and oranges yeah. and stuff. And we're like, sorry, sorry, like sorry. The, like the 65 year olds were doing their like vegetable shopping. Yeah. <laughs> were you able to like not feel too awkward? Like, because I feel like I would get really nervous. I think with all of the stuff that, because I, I, another thing with like this artist project is it really feels like a character to me like it, yeah. it doesn't feel yeah. it feels very separate from who I am as a person can you actually elaborate on that so yeah, what's the difference yeah, yeah. between Jesse and Jim I would say that like Jim is how it feels to perform like I think going back to before we turn this camera on we we're talking about like live performance and yeah. you know how it's such an integral part of music like there's no music without live performance yeah. in a lot of ways yeah and I feel like just personally like my background in music has started with live performance and I really mm. feel like I feel separate from myself when I am performing. 
as I'm sure, like, do you feel like when you're DJing, it's, it's not you. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's certain things that you'll do and you, you might look back and you see photos or something and it's just like, what was I? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what totally. happened with the, the thought process behind that? But um, I want to say that, like, Jim is who I feel like on stage, where it's, mm. you don't question anything. Like, there's yeah. no there's no inhibition or, like, hesitation to do things and it's it feels good to just be so present in the moment. Mm. Yeah. But then, like... I don't know. It's a. It's it's almost like it's super concentrated and saturated, and then you like coming off stage, and yeah. there's a lot more things that you think about, and I feel more more like grounded and down to earth or whatever. Yeah. But so it's Jim. Like, do you find like Jim is like an asper like the qualities of Jim? Is it aspirational, or do you are you cool with that separation? I think I'm cool with the separation. Yeah. Like, I can't be that way. Totally. Yeah. 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 And so, I don't know. I think some people when they have like I guess like an alt like an alter ego, whether mm. you call it that or not like they create qualities that they like want to be more of than in their true. everyday life that's so true and it's sort of like but then there's also people that are cool with that separation so it was interesting yeah. to hear yeah yeah I think like growing up with like Prince and yeah. Grace Jones and stuff like that's who I want Jim Icons. to be I yeah you yeah. know what I mean yeah. like you know, that just makes a lot of sense and like even the way so do you think as well then with your process because this was your first ever music video yeah and me oh, being kind of kind of there was one that I did before okay um it was me, two of my friends. We were in my house. Oh, good grades. Oh, good grades. Yeah, and it was like cool. completely just done at home. Yeah, done at home. So I <laughs> yeah. think to rephrase more that it's the first music video you weren't shooting, like you were shooting for yourself. Yeah. Probably the first so first, first exactly, budget as well. Exactly. And often what I find as someone who does music videos and shoots them is mm. I work with a lot of artists who are doing their first like music video where someone mm. else is shooting it for them and they've got a team with it. So mm. I, I'm often a part of that process. And what I often find is artists are very, it takes them a good, couple of takes or so to get into the swing of that and yeah. really feel like they're into it yeah. do you think kind of the idea of utilizing jim as kind of like the monica and kind of like the separation between jesse do you find that kind of helps you get the confidence to kind of be that person who's a bit more kind of like you know or not audacious what's the mm. word kind of like boisterous in front of the camera yeah i th i think so like i'm it's definitely something i'm still trying to grow into like yeah of course i i find that um i'm i i'm someone that like with live performance, I tend to do like a lot of rituals <laughs> subconsciously about like yeah. before getting on stage. Like what? Oh, even like little things like brushing my teeth. Yeah, yeah um, I've heard that one. Yeah, actually. it's pretty. Yeah. It's, it's not unique or anything, but I, I think it really helps. Wait, but when you say brushing your teeth, like do you do you get into a certain headspace while you're brushing? Your yeah, teeth? Like, I don't know. Like, like some <laughs> self very weird. Like, it's very no, no, that makes very sense. weird to say. I think what it is actually about mm -hmm. brushing your teeth specifically is it's a form of mindfulness. So it's the idea that mm. because it's like it's in a sense it's a part, part of meditation. What it does is because it's such an autonomic process where you're thinking about brushing your teeth. What mm. happens is your thoughts come into a center. Yeah. So, you're, so if you're yeah, overthinking about true. what's to come or what just happened by brushing the teeth, mm. you're basically taking those thoughts and centering them so you're present in the moment. Yeah. So therefore like when you go out there, <laughs> you're just there and you're living in the moment <laughs> as opposed to thinking about, oh, if I do this, what will the future look like? Or, that's so like, true. And that's, that's I think, what it feels like to really, like, perform as well. Where you, you don't think about, like, yeah. future it's, or past. Yes. It's totally. just very much, like, how you feel is what you do. And mm. there's, like, no kind of barriers between those two things. Um, yeah. yeah, brushing my teeth, also like little things like breathing. I remember like mm. when, if I was like playing with other people, it's, it sounds corny and like not everyone will be down to do it, but like the whole thing of like standing together in like a circle and just like breathing and like aligning all of us if we're playing together. It's true. Yeah. No, things like that. It's very true. They like help me to transition into who I want to be and like what I want the performance to be like. Totally. And sometimes with video, because it's like, because it, there's not that whole thing, like even yeah. even the makeup and the look doesn't always snap me into the character. But it's like it's something that I want to work on for sure. And that takes time. Like, mm. Again, that's a process. And I will say again, as someone as someone who's worked with people who have worked on the, their first music video and yeah. is getting into that, you did it very naturally. And again, of oh. course, there's ways to obviously there's ways to go like, with everything. Yeah. But it isn't easy mm. at mm. all. And especially when it's coming from you're trying to project something that isn't just you being you, you're trying mm. to project something that's a bit grander, a bit more, a yeah. bit more of like, a bit more of an outwards version of yourself. Yeah. It's for, yeah. it takes a second to get into that and be that naturally. Cause yeah. you want to be that thing. Yeah. You want to be that 100%. artist who's on stage and who's just like kind of running around, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. having fun, like amping yeah. people up as you, as we see a lot of great people do. But you know, that takes, that takes time. Cause it's like, it's mm. not, doesn't necessarily come extremely naturally all the time. Mm, mm. And that's a process in itself. Yeah. Which is also kind of what leads me into 
talking about the mon- like kind of like the change in your like stage moniker. Like mm. what was really interesting is <laughs> I going was actually from... genuinely curious. I know it's yeah. just the one letter change. <laughs> no, like, like, not even just the one letter change, but I suppose as well, like going from Jesse Hillel as yeah. a stage oh, name to, to, <laughs> to I was talking about the like yeah, the just the the eyes of the yeah. so yeah. from so technically from Jesse Hillel mm. which is your first stage name yes. to Jim J-I-M which became the second stage name then the minor adjustment came J-H-M yeah, yeah like kind yeah. of speaking about like the kind of the ethos I was talking about in terms of you know kind of changing like, utilising Jim as a moniker to like you know as a who you want to be when you're on stage yeah. coming from using your full name as yeah. an artist name. Can you elaborate kind of on that conversation, but with respect to like the name change, for sure. that happened? I think like just from doing music quite young and like coming from a background of classical music and doing like New Zealand's Got Talent and all that stuff mm-hmm. and having that be my actual name, like yeah. having that be linked to my like mm-hmm. identity <laughs> yeah. was something that was kind of hard to separate. Cause like even in terms of, something as trivial as a Google search. Totally. Where it's like, it's not, it wasn't clean to me. It felt like I wasn't, because yeah. from coming to that, like, you see a, an album that has, like, a bunch of classical music on it, I sound a lot younger. Mm. Um, of course. Versus, like, what I'm trying to do now, which I feel like is more of a representation of who I am right now, and mm. the other stuff isn't. Can you explain to people that may yeah. not know, so you mentioned that you were on New Zealand's Got Talent. Yeah, Is yeah. that something you'd want to talk about? Like just yeah, yeah, I mean, like, it was something that I did when I was younger, it was, again, an incredible experience, and, like, I wouldn't have traded it for anything. It definitely, yeah. like, it made me realise how much I loved performing and how much I loved music and working with other musicians. Um, the experience of recording an album was, like, a, a, like insane. I felt... I have a really bad memory, so, like, <laughs> yeah. of everything... I feel like I gained consciousness at, like, 15. Yeah, um, yeah. Everything before... You know what I mean? Everything is just, like... I, I don't a, remember. Yeah. No, no, I think there's a very universal understanding of that. Yeah, I think a lot yeah. of people would possibly resonate with that. It's it's weird to think like why it happened because you definitely have consciousness and like you have the ability to have memories before like very very young. Mm. But I don't know something like there's like a a blurry kind of yeah all these experiences where it's like especially because it's videoed as well like there's videos totally. online yeah. and it feels like watching another person like I don't yeah. remember what it was like to be on stage I don't remember like. I, I remember very little, very, detached. very, yeah, very mm. like, uh, like minor details that don't actually account for anything. But it would be like the fact that before I was on stage, there was like pasta. That's what I ate. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, things yeah. like that. That's what I remember. Um, but yeah, I guess like it was an incredible experience in that it taught me what I wanted to do. Totally. But it's not something that I can actually like draw on. So I feel like to just make it clean and to start new mm. and like be mm. like this is who I am right now this is the music I'm making um this is what I want to be and like what yeah. I see myself doing in future and just to like make that a milestone was like right new name <laughs> there's a couple of artists that have done that where they've been mm. on say something like you know an x factor or something like that and they've yeah. actually changed their stage name after yeah yeah and it's worked like I think of like say Vera Blue like yeah, sure, yeah. Exactly. and she's managed to do that really well and I think a lot of people don't yeah. realize that she was like Celia Pavey you mm, know on, yeah. I think it was the x factor mm. and I think changing that has been like amazing because yeah I know it's just allowed her to like switch focuses and still yeah. stay in that pop lane but do something different and exactly. people actually don't even realise that it's the same person yeah yeah like, yeah how yeah. did you pick your DJ name? <laughs> that picked my DJ name yeah <laughs> what a um, <laughs> let me flip it back to you you know, I was talk- <laughs> you know what I was talking um, I was talking to people about this recently mm. so my DJ name's Chaotic Good and mm. we can probably talk about this on the podcast yeah oh did I just like spring that on you? Was no, it- no 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 it's fine it's not like a god it's not exclusive something we've chatted about before so it's actually probably actually on the podcast yeah. Anyway, oh, I DJ for context. <laughs> um, anyway, it's a. Okay, I don't know if you remember Jess. Mm. Jesse. Oh my god, I called you Jess. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, we'll mm. talk about that later. Um, do you remember like the meme where it's like the alignment chart? I would. That's what I okay, like, was thinking. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And like apparently it's a Dungeons and Dragons reference, but I didn't know oh. that. I'm not a gamer. Mm. I was just like, I needed to pick like an Instagram <laughs> handle and. Yeah. Um, because I had this really cool person add me on Instagram and they're like, your Instagram name's like not cool. And I'm like, okay, I'll change it. And then I'm like, wow, it's tragic. Like, <laughs> so I'm like, I'll your Instagram name is not cool. Anyway, what a diss. Anyway, so I thought I'll change it. And then I picked, um, I'm like, I'll just pick one of these of the alignment chart meme. And nice. then I went with Chaotic Good and now I'm just using it as my DJ name. Do you align with Chaotic Good? Do you feel like, let's put us all on that, that, oh, that right. chart. Oh, Where are we all? I can't even I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I don't know, like, the exact qualities of all of them. True. I know chaotic good is meant to be, like, kind of... I was going to say chaotic good. <laughs> like, wow. 
<laughs> like kind of like does like weird shit but has like good intentions mm. and I feel like that's kind of me nice so yeah nice. how about you do, do you remember the alignment chart you not really me? I just know that there's like, like lawful sense. and true there's like lawful lawful, lawful good oh, lawful, lawful good lawful neutral lawful evil and it okay. goes like and it's like chaotic good chaotic uh, chaotic, neutral. evil, chaotic, neutral. If I had my phone okay. with me, I would have pulled it yeah, up. Right. I want to okay. say I'm like either... I, I, right now I'm feeling like a lawful neutral. Lawful, lawful neutral. neutral. Yeah, I okay. feel like you have the composure <laughs> of someone that would probably be a lawful neutral. It's probably oh, Dungeons and Dragons people listening to the <laughs> yeah. thing like, no, you're all no, wrong. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is what about you? Where are you putting yourself? Me. So my understanding of this is mm. based off of... Sorry. The way I understand this is there was a version of this, but how you hold mugs... And How my you mug, mugs? yeah. So it was alignments for your mug holds. Oh my god! So my mug holds. So I'm just gonna make this my whole thing. But it was it was lawful neutral. Well, there so, you go. Yeah, that's that's where it comes. Didn't you mine. say lawful neutral? Uh, yeah. Well, that's how I'm there you go. Do we hold mugs the same? Same, maybe. We'll find How do you hold mugs? Like I hold it like with the handle, but also on the side. I like okay. clasp it. That's not how I hold mugs. But okay. Damn. We will pull up the meme. On the screen right. Put now. it in post. I will. I'll go to find that. I'll find that. I'll find that. I don't even know where it came from. I think that was. I think you. I think Uni Friends found that mm. magic came from Reddit or something. Probably. True. I love Probably the way this conversation's derailed. This is great. <laughs> so, where were yeah. we again? Yeah. What were we talking about? Um. Oh, names. D- anyway, names. Yeah. So how do you how do you go from the H to the I? Oh, oh I, the I, H. The H. I guess so. With <laughs> with Jim, like J I M, it's yeah. just very um. It's very common. <laughs> yeah, and I had a lot of issues with, like, streaming, honestly. Yeah. And, like, the the names. Mm. Um, there was this great thing where, like, the pre-save, when you, when you clicked, like, pre-save on Santorini, it, like, led to this track by this Brazilian guy. Sweet. And oh. it was actually a really great track. Like, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah, it was that. actually really cool. Yeah, was, <laughs> yeah you could have just run up his stream. Props, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Props to him. I can't remember the name, but it definitely had Jim in it somewhere. Um, so just kind of to clear that up a little bit, I went with the H. Why'd you pick H? Because it's like... I didn't want to think about it too much. Yeah. And it's the same with, like, going from Jesse Hillel to Jim. Yeah. I really... Like, Jim is the name of my mom's uh, first or second dog. And I've always cool. wanted a dog. Like, that's that's the thought. There's no thoughts beyond that. It's sure. just that. <laughs> um, so with the H as well, like, I guess it's my initials in some way. Like, J-H. True. But more than that, it was like... I wanted to to keep it, like, in the line of... Jim still, still. Like Jim. and it's like an H is neutral enough like what is an H has no real sound it's just so yeah Jim, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah that makes sense and it still looks like I guess I don't know how to explain it how do I, I explain the way letters look I no, I actually do get what you mean talking to um Sam Ward who did the incredible uh like logo and oh, oh, the, the, the cover the, the cover, yeah. the cover well. is so I love the old Mac oh man it's so pretty shout yeah. out Sam incredibly intelligent Sam Emily Lumsden yeah. and um Kirsty Green as well yeah. just like killed it so yeah. what happened with that as well was a whole like we yeah. went to um I think we went Do to we- Emily's do you want to describe the cover? Actually, what it oh, looks yeah, like. yeah. I'll put up um, a visual representation of it as well, but give it a bit post. of a description for like, <laughs> yeah. those visuals. Um, yeah, so it's like a it's like a light blue background. There's an old Mac on it, um, a, a little like starfish and some mm. shells and stuff that all pop up in the video. Yeah. It's all like kind of like a reference to Santorini in a way. It's meant to be yeah, thematic to exactly. the place as well. It yeah. really reminded me of like when you go to like a beach motel. There's something oh. about like the color scheme. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. color scheme, just the That's lighting. True. Like it literally looked, I mean, besides like you probably wouldn't have like an old Mac sitting in the motel. But like yeah, it just yeah. kind of, I don't know, it like hit the nail on the head. With, yeah. Like, the, and I love the... Like, okay, I'm, I'm a font person. Oof. Like, I get really... Isaiah knows because yeah, we have many conversations font about fonts. <laughs> like, I love the font that they chose for your... Sam it made it. so great. Sam yeah. literally yeah. made the Amazing. font he himself. He constructed it. Yeah. yeah, and, um, like, it was incredible. He had it as, like, J-I-M first. Yeah. And we, we changed it to the H after the name change, and it's still, like... Looks great. It, yeah, he's, he's incredible. You're going to keep it that font style? As I, yeah, yeah, I really... Like, should, I wanted should. I wanted the... the um, cover art itself to even look like those like old Bollywood films like the film posters yes. and Sam just nailed that like, yeah, I, 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 know. I caught that as well yeah. like, I caught the influence on that like, yeah, yeah. I find that's a super interesting aesthetic as well like, it is it, it looks very definitely. striking and it, yeah. com- it just came together really really well in general thank you dude. but like yeah all credit to them them three they, they just like killed it I've yeah. actually got something interesting to kind of detail like to kind of detour into mm. and this is something I don't know if you've really had a chance to speak on this like 
on like a podcast format and this happened a while this ago. Sounds so like, I know, well, this sounds so intense. Like, this sounds so intense. I'm about to bring something. <laughs> no, because I find it super interesting and I think it's an interesting story to tell. So yeah. under the, I know this is the time you're still running under Jesse Hillel, mm. but I know you've got what you've worked previously with another artist in Nam known as Jal. Yes. And I'd love yeah. to kind of hear a bit more about how you guys came to work together because <laughs> oh, it was man. super random to hear. <laughs> it was super random. Yeah, it was super random to hear that, but I'd love no, to hear No, but it also more. kind of makes sense. Like, I can... Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can picture it. It's hard to yeah. make sense. Yeah, just, yeah. I'd love to hear you chat about that a little bit because it's a super interesting collaboration, I suppose. It's that place but never basic on that Asia. Keep it playing, I'm coming for that playlist. I'm going up, up, up. I need that A-list, never stasis. I've been pulling, but I ain't on that race. Shit, I'm going up. Yeah, I'm going I mean, to be fair, like, it was completely through Mark Dillon, who's um, one of Jar's collaborators. And so we're all kind of like based in the Southeast. Um, so there's a lot of like, there's a lot of love there. And just putting, he, he reached out to me and was like, Do you want to put some vocals on this track? It was incredible. That that whole um, that project is incredible. Paradox, Paradox correct, yeah. yeah. Um, an incredible project. And I was just really honored to be able to like, to work with him and to work with Mark as well. And mm. um, there's just been so many like little links to like the Southeast community that have come up recently without any prompting at all. Like yeah. I'm working on this track recently and oh. um, the, the guys I was working with pulled up this drum sample and I was like, oh, this is sick. And they were like, um, oh yeah, 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 we got it from this guy called Mark. And I was like, wait, Mark who? And they were like, <laughs> Mark Dylan. I was like, no. No way. Are you yeah. serious? No way. Like, the fact that these two people based in Ringwood yeah. know Mark, that, like, Mark and I have been talking, yeah. and that, oh, it's just crazy. And, like, I yeah. recently put vocals down on um, another one of Mark and um, Misfit Minded's project. Oh, Misfit Minded. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, again, and Teach another... Teach them as well. Exactly. Yeah. Like, man, people are... The Southeast is about to do some great things. Yeah, that's, that's great. All I want to say. <laughs> I love hearing this. So it's yeah. really funny. Like it's great to hear this stuff. Like you're working the jail, and then like the Southeast basing being mm. kind of like the thing that brings everyone together. Because Absolutely. especially in like a Nam music industry, you don't really think about like music in Australia as a whole as like having like oh we're from the southeast oh we're from the west like mm. it's a very like U u.s thing so it's like oh west coast rappers east coast true, rappers yeah. true, and shit like true. that's very much into the hip-hop culture there but it's funny to hear at points where that's the glue that brings people together in melbourne and yeah, yeah and like i find that i'm finding that more as well even with where i come from in the west so yeah. a lot of us are connected yeah. through in the west and it's like we work kind of very tight-knit and we look after each other and we work yeah. on things together and you know that's kind of like the, those are kind of like the homies the people like yeah, we look after them. yeah and it's really interesting to hear how that all comes together and even even squid was kind of talking about that last episode as well how mm. he has people how he's his people in his area and like, yeah. yeah that's my people i'm looking after them in the area but yeah it's super interesting to hear how that even came about but it's all really beautiful and even like that giles work on paradox it's super mm. interesting because Giles only recently put out stuff on streaming only yeah. recently because he's been very SoundCloud based and he's gotten yeah. a lot of like just nice local love there and it's like got it's got like a fair bit of a following yeah. between Paradox and then... He's cemented a pretty solid place in the scene already. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he's so hardworking. What was that, like two, three projects in the last he's year? He's so consistent. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, so So much like respect yeah. to that. Just Cause he's like, because how many, he's like what? I think, I think it's like, four albums yep. deep now yep. and only he's only got an EP on Spotify he hasn't even yep. started putting out like actual full length material on like streaming exactly so I'm super curious to see when that actually comes along and again it's I keep wanting to hear I hope there's more of that like Southeast connection because I want to see more of what comes out of there because everyone so seems too. to be tight knit and yeah, makes like, me super excited well, I'm hoping to have some sessions with, with Mark soon um, we've been know. literally saying this for the last like two years because so, we've actually <laughs> yeah. never met that's another thing. Oh, no way. Yeah, right, yeah. So I um I was like we were linked through his cousin who did a a course. <laughs> it's the way it works. At Monash, it? The yeah. universe, yeah. Yeah. like the way things link together. Even the fact that like the way that we three yeah. know each other is, yeah. is so right. weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> um I feel like that's the whole thing about the music industry. I feel like the way I know people in general is weird. <laughs> I'm just like, how do I know you? I know you because this it's is not a yeah. exactly yeah. it's it really like it brings up the fact that like little you know like the butterfly effect like little yeah. things and like little mm. decisions really just like make yeah, yeah. yeah. it's 
it's a great way to describe it actually you know yeah. i agree like it's very much a butterfly effect like again and it's wild to think that like even the current situation we're in with like covid lockdowns and everything that happened in the past mm. literally year and a half or so if it weren't for none of us would probably be sitting here right now how weird yeah none of us weird. would be here right yeah. now and also like i feel like i've met so many people worked on so many things with people but like it's been mostly virtual mm, like mm. over these past two years and mm. it's like like you kind of sometimes forget that you haven't met a lot of people in person like it, yeah, or like that so regularly strange. it's kind of like anyway and then when you do it's like yeah it's a weird feeling yeah I th- it's, it's so new it's pretty different from like the i guess the past as well where it was like the way that relationships were formed were very much like a a physical thing in terms mm. of like I'm meeting someone and like we're we're knowing each other based on like I don't know j- just different things whereas now like it's really about what you say what you do totally mm. and like nothing really else beyond that because a lot of the time that you are meeting someone you don't see them or you don't like mm. you know mm. I don't know you don't know their mannerisms super well or I don't know it's like a, a little thing but it's just been on my mind like that is true there's like certain things you do miss like yeah actually. yeah I guess a pro with though is that like proximity wise, there's less limitations. Like, that's so really true. Where you live. Like say yeah. that's so true. And I'm maybe like, that'll change. Like the whole yeah. thing about you know where, where it's like where the southeast, you're the west, where the whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's sort of thing. I think that's already has changed. I mm-hmm. think there's very little of that now. But it's funny to see it kind of coming back in a way that's not just. It I doesn't feel, feel like that's very prominent in hip hop specifically. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. that's just something that. And that's fine. Comes in the US, which is like so mm-hmm. fine, but yeah. But I think it hasn't existed for quite a while at this point. Like I think as though the internet's really broken those barriers. Yeah. In a yeah. sense that like, you can be anyone from anywhere and do whatever you want. It's yeah. kind of like talking about the whole internet wave in like the 2011s where, you know, kind of like the odd future rise in the early 10s Oof, and the kind yeah. of like the whole interconnection of people and music yeah. and how yeah. people are receiving music. So I think in the industry itself, I think there's very little in terms of like location barriers, yeah. whether you're here, yeah. whether you're in the US, it doesn't really matter as much as it used to. You can still be a young kid that wants to put out music and put out music so in a capacity that no one ever could previously yeah so it's like mm. this is why it exists like it's it's how you haven't been seen mark dylan once in person or jail and just able to work with them and say like yeah. oh yeah i did that and i don't know yeah. i've never met you once but i still have this existing body of work with you without having to meet you doesn't exactly. matter about my location doesn't matter about proximity doesn't matter if i'm stuck inside mm. <laughs> you know mm. you could be because in, in that type of relationship you could literally be across the globe and this still could have happened technically exactly. you know what i mean exactly. because of the internet itself yeah how so, did you find creating during that period just like being been lockdown, like. I mean, I, I guess I'm similar to you in that way where I didn't actually produce before lockdown. Like, no way. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I got logic in lockdown. Yeah. Like, I was not really. I had no idea how to use these things. Like, mm. I was very much the person who would like write stuff on piano or guitar, and then like have a producer, or like wait for you know. Mm. And it was. It really came down to like finishing high school and being like, I'm so ready to like release and you know, yeah, da, 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 da. yeah stop and that then, journey. And then lockdown happens and it's like all the sessions that you might have thought you had get cancelled. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, do I wait for like a year, maybe more, yeah. and not put anything out, or mm-hmm. like, do I eventually feel yeah. bad and I'm like, I gotta just do this myself. <laughs> yeah. It's... And it was cool. Like I, I definitely learned a lot about like, um, self sufficiency in some ways and, like. I felt like because I couldn't really just like offload to another person, I was kind of forced to be like, the reason that you can't do this is because you're not like, you're not putting the effort in. Like that was on me. That's cool. mm. And um, mm. yeah, like I, there's a lot to learn. And I still, yeah. and it's weird because like, even as I say that I also like, I miss collaborations so much. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Sure. And like, that's something that I want to do mm. more now that like we can. Because um, music is, you know, for everyone, it should be shared. Music and all that is stuff. collaboration yeah. at the end of the day, I find. Like, regardless, I feel like there's very few avenues where people are just exclusively doing everything themselves. Exactly, there's, exactly. Those paradigms don't really exist. I mean, there are oddity, there are people out there that really try to take that sentiment on because of, like, being... That's kind of how they even got into the industry. Like, I think mm. people like JPEG Mafia, mm-hmm. someone who's mm-hmm. very, very much like, I'm doing all my everything own shit. Yeah. I'm doing reproducing. I'm doing my own live sets. I'm being my own DJ. I'm yeah. doing absolutely everything bit of the process. And some yeah. people really like that. And people thrive with that. And that's kind of almost their aesthetic. That's yeah. become an aesthetic in itself. But 
music in itself is a collaborative process because of how much goes into it. So we miss that and we thrive on that. We thrive Mm. off the energy of others. And I think that's such a testament to music itself because music's to be shared in an environment where multiple people are around. So that process itself is inherently going to be collaborative. Yeah, I I so agree. And even like in the things that you might want to say in each song where it's like, if I make it, if it's all me, then it's just my experience. Like how much can I give that to you? Like Mm. how much will you relate to that? Versus like if the three of us make something, it's so much because yeah. you have your experiences. Yeah. That's like this whole sector. You have <laughs> like yours. Triple the... It's triple, yeah. yeah. And it's like there's still going to be links between all of them. But like I think it just resonates with more people in that way. Did but... you feel like when you went, say, in the studio when you were recording Santorini, did you feel like because you then had that background with production, you were able to mm. articulate better like what you wanted? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah for sure. There's, that's a, that, the other thing where it's just like the more you know, the more you have something to say. Mm. Of course. And like especially with that song where so much of like – we were we were not really even producing so much as like swapping the sounds out. Sure. And yeah. like yeah. even just that in itself made me feel a lot more confident in what I could do mm. as a you know, yeah. it's just like, oh, so this is like this could just be the track. Mm. Like it's done in some yeah. ways. Yeah. It's not like I needed someone else to come in and like mm. fix all this stuff. Like totally. logic presets do have yeah. know, some <laughs> value. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, there's logic presets because like I-, I was there for mm. some of the, yeah. like, the some of the swapping out, yeah, which was yeah, so yeah. cool to watch. I was like <laughs> like watching. Yeah, like I think I was there for like the some of the brass and like watching yeah. them nail that like, and those ad libs. Yeah. And yeah, but um. It was so satisfying to watch that crossover. Yeah, but yeah. the Logic presets, like, especially, like, the brass ones, the strings, they're actually really good. Like, they're not that bad. Like, <laughs> they're not that bad. Don't, we, like, can't, don't we can't bag them, them too much. They're yeah. actually good. Like, especially, because like, I remember even just hearing, like, you know, the original ones that you recorded. And it's, mm. like, it like it carried the point across. Like, you knew what you were trying to... Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, yeah, it was very yeah. clear what you wanted. And I feel like that might that might have been mm. why as well, that when it was, you know, transferred over to, like, live sound, mm. it did sort of... Like, it ended up sounding the way you wanted it to, yeah, if that makes sense. Like, because you were true. able to do that. I, I think that's such a great skill, too. I think by being able to mock up your own demos, mm, I think that's just mm. super important. So when you are yeah. translating it from an environment where you're going to work with an engineer, yeah. you've already got kind of like, this is what I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can show kind of like the blueprint. Like, so that's yours. Yeah. That's, that's all yours. Like, here's my blueprint. Yeah. Then they yeah. can help you build upon that. Because it's still, you're, you're still built the foundation. That's still yours. Mm. But by showing them the foundation, they can work easier. They have a very clear idea of what you want. Because if you're just like, oh, here's yeah. some vocals. Like, this is what I was imagining. It's yeah. a bit hard to like be the engineer and be like, oh, how do I build upon that? Whereas like, mm. if they can see something that's already laid out, even if it's there's imperfections in it, like it helps a lot. Mm-hmm. It helps heaps, like from what I understand as well. Yeah. But I mean, on this conversation as well, like something that's super important. I think even with like production, it's super glad to hear you're glad to hear that you're learning production. I think just in general, it's great to have so many women being involved in production. That becoming more of like a public bit of discourse, yeah. like yeah, having totally. women in production, because I think yeah. that's so important. Because I think there's, uh, as we all know, there's like always been a bit of a stigma around you know women in production, and it's mm. very. It is very male dominated even, in the public eye, at the very least. Even mm. something as small as like, I don't know if you find this right. Mm. When you when you learn production, when you search up YouTube tutorials, yeah, like it's always literally, guys. it's always guys. Like, <laughs> and you, I'll find like one like person that's like one like non male creator, and I'm just like, oh my god, like mm. they're out there. Like, mm-hmm. it's so interesting. But I guess like, I guess there's been a lot of programs like we both did. Again, with the push, yeah, the with the electronic music the accelerator push, program, yes. yeah, which yeah. is good because that was exclusively for women and gender non-conforming people. That yeah. might have been my friend. Okay. <laughs> um, and like that was a really cool. I don't know if you felt this as well, but I really felt like doing that. I didn't realize how much I needed, like how much I appreciated being in a space that was say like led by like oh, a woman, oh my god you know yeah. around people like that were like women gender non-conforming creators like yeah. i didn't realize how much i needed that until mm. i was in the space i know what you mean because yeah. it, it never really happens like, yeah no. exactly you don't realize like what it feels like because it's just so rare like i don't think yeah. i've ever had a session that's just been like myself and another like you know like female or like woman identifying person it's totally. just totally like, it never happens. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, this was, like, such a singular experience. And it's, like, I don't know when it will happen again, but I hope it does. Yeah. yeah. Me too, yeah. Did you ever do any, like, other programs? Like, did you do mess? No. No, didn't I didn't. Do mess. No, no, that's okay. Don't worry. I think I'm getting confused with someone else. But there... <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. Um, yeah. But, yeah, because there is also, like, this other space where they just have, like, a bunch of, like, synths and they teach like, women and gender non-conforming people how to, like, use them. And it's a full thing. It's in Melbourne as well. Yeah. So, um... But yeah, it's been cool to see more programs come up that 
Absolutely. like kind of achieve that similar yeah. goal. Yeah. Just creating more pathways and stuff like that. Yeah. Sure. Speaking of pathways, I suppose as well. Speaking of pathways. I'm seeing segways. I'm seeing segways. I really where this ends up. Right. Speaking of pathways. The future of gym. Yes. So, no, wow. seriously. So, super interesting because mm. you're now in a spot where you've just come off, you know, a big single. You've had some time away from it now. Yeah. Where's, what are the steps forward at the moment? What are we looking into? Have you got, looking into shows? You're looking into making your own, doing your, running your own shows devised by you? Yeah. Are you being, looking at getting booked for more shows? Are there singles along the way? Anything like that that's in the works? I want to say like all of the above. <laughs> all of the above, all great. All of the above. Right, awesome. That's good um, to hear. Yeah, like I'm, I'm definitely hoping to release more music in the like upcoming year. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of stuff I've just been sitting on and I feel like I'm at in this the point. Vault. Yeah, it's like, it's hard to, it feels almost like it's weighing me down. Like I just got to let it go before yeah. I can like make new stuff. Um, so there's that for sure. But then also like going back to the, I sound like a, a record, like broken record. Um, the like live performance thing where it's, mm. that's just the best. Like it's yeah. what I want to do more yeah. than anything. Um, so just like figuring, figuring out a live set and doing more shows and yeah, yeah, we'll see. I love you, ain't nothing I would not do To keep you safe and happy every day I do my duty Just to keep you and never ever need to Remind you that I care for you Cause you already know it, no ability to like perform to people and again at the end of the day make a living because that's what's shows True. are what what shows is what paying you guys True. shit off you know yeah that's, streams streams yeah streams are depressing streams are depressing we're just off that yeah. we're just off yeah. like yeah so anthony yeah anthony shout out Cars, anthony yeah yeah he wrote a really great post about like what to get a musician for christmas if you're if you're struggling read his post for sure um streaming yeah it's a it's an interesting kind of that's it, a whole like it's a whole conversation yeah. Yeah. because there's there's the like not not even let's just like forget about spotify for a second but like apple music title mm. pandora you know all the other Everything. ones yeah. Yeah. um it's very it's it's accessible it's 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 the most accessible music's ever been that's the thing yeah. you know like we're we're at that we're at that point where and even going back to like the creation of music we're talking about bedroom pop or like mm. the fact that things yeah. are virtual and we can we can make easier now more than ever and um but like that versus yeah profitability and yeah. it's like how how are we gonna like sustain, actually make sustain, sustain ourselves yeah you can't. like again that's actually someone that'd be really interesting to have on to talk about that because yeah. i feel like anthony would be really great at just breaking that mm. down and discussing it because anthony yes. is <laughs> yes is very articulate like, he's, he's <laughs> yeah, super great so with the words anthony's someone we all know mutually yeah. who's yeah. also an artist which is yeah. awesome too he was doing stuff through the push records for it because he yeah. yes he's on the track yeah he, yeah he, he was mastered, the engineer yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, not only my track i'm pretty sure he mastered everyone's. all the all of he was the main engineer for a lot of it everyone's yeah incredible he's incredibly talented as well, right? Obol, yeah. Obol, yeah. Records, yeah. Mm. It's like experimental yes. music from yeah. the Yeah, experimental yeah. electronic type. Yeah, yeah electronic yeah. experiment. Yeah. He's very interesting in the way he's sp- he's very articulate when it comes to the you know, the issues of streaming and yeah. you know boycotting. Also Spotify. also very Yeah, he's yeah, put like and, his but, effort and thought into it. I also very much resonate, like this is a little bit off topic, but I very resonate very much resonate with someone like Anthony being an artist himself, mm. discussing kind of like how unjust this is and the and kind of like the emotional output that goes with something like that because again it's it's your livelihood it's a whole other like mm. stream of revenue that could actually be sustainable for people but yeah. it's not because this is kind of like unfounded territory where people aren't even really thinking about this it's just kind of been what it is since exactly. it's existed exactly and now that's become the main thing it's like well okay physicals only sell if they're like what vinyls yeah physicals only sell if they're not cds essentially mm. so it's like the only way you guys are really making you know, profit outside of, you know, outside of live shows is like the occasional physicals and, you know, people just wanting to buy music. So like platforms like Bandcamp, where sometimes if you're someone where you do want to just buy a musician's work, they'll just buy the digital, digital work. But that's hard for people to part with their money because people need that physical property. I remember as a kid going on iTunes and being like sitting and just like, look, I'm like, okay, I've got my $20 iTunes voucher that I got for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I want to spend $1.50 on this one track. How much do Mm. I love this one track? Like, but I guess what's good about streaming is that like, I've been able to expose myself to so many different Mm. other genres that I wouldn't have otherwise like wanted to invest in Mm. like listening to. So true. Um, Like spending my money, like, 
on. Yeah. But then it's like it's it's such it's, a yeah because it's been great for me to discover because yeah. I feel like people's tastes now mm. are so much broader. Very it's true. great. And people yeah. can pull inspiration from a lot of different things because we have better accessibility to it. But yeah. then it's like at what cost? It's, it's such a, an interesting. It's good with it's the bad. bad. It's yeah. good with the bad, and I think as well, it's getting to a point where look, it's been great. We've all had this access to music and everyone's changed, honestly, probably for the better with respect to our tastes and the amount of things we're hearing. Yeah, but yeah. it's now to a point where I think we're at a point we've lived with this for a while. Mm. We've been with it for a while. We've had the opportunity to experience it. We know this is what the new the, the, the new mainstream is. Streaming yeah. is the new mainstream. We yeah. know this. We've it's established the same it. with Netflix. It's the same yeah. with, you know, it's not really going mm. anywhere. It's now the time where I think there is a need to be more of an active approach to looking into these systems and be like, hey, this is like the foundational norm. Yeah. Let's improve this. Yeah. Like now is the time. We've had enough time to dawdle about it and go, oh, it's new, like all this stuff. Mm. Now's the time where we can actually, you know, take a stance on this and be like, hey, this isn't right. Yeah. Let's actually look into improving this and even just even just practices in general, like being more critical mm. of things because we've very been very much blase about it because it's just mm. accessible. Anything yeah. accessible, it's hard to make change things which are just artist there. Merch. <laughs> Buy, Buy artist, artist merch. And go so to artist true. shows. Spend like, money on Bandcamp. Yeah. So true. Bandcamp is the way forward, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. But, but yeah. you reckon we'll wrap it up here? <laughs> I think this is it. Yeah, we covered a lot, yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for jumping on. You've thank you for so having great. me. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much. It's a pleasure to have you. It's Aww. been so, so we've been talking about for a very long time. Yeah, it has been. You're it such a natural, com again, as I said off camera, like you're such wow. a conversationalist. You very much know how to carry yourself in conversation. <laughs> it's great to have people like you on because thank you. I'm you, very flattered. You're, on, you're constantly able to elaborate and talk about things and, you know, lead us on to new paths and that's what we enjoy. Like, <laughs> Mug yeah. holding? Mug holding? A very intensive conversation thank you so much for being on and thank you for everyone listening today yeah uh, thank you guys for supporting been, this podcast it's thank, amazing thank you for announcing that but like <laughs> no we really much appreciate yeah. everyone who still tunes in and is eager just to hear new things and yeah. we're just so happy to you know have people on and get to talk to artists and amazing and we're excited to see what you've got in the vault Oh man, I'm excited yeah. to show you guys. Yeah. Anything, <laughs> and anything, we'll pull up yeah. at shows. Anything, oh, anything, anything you would like to plug at all? Just yeah, yeah. I guess just like Street. socials. Yeah, like um, I'm for Jim's music. F O R J H M S music on Instagram, and that's probably just where everything will be announced and stuff. Um, yeah, I'm really hoping to release like January next year. So. Stay tuned. Keep an ear out. Oh, January. <laughs> that's sooner than what I thought. It's, all right. It's pretty soon. It's pretty oh great. Right. Cool. Yeah. Alright, well, again, all right, all right. thank you, thank you so much for listening. Uh, check out the Miscellaneous Fuzz Instagram. Yes. Check us out on SoundCloud. Go to the Apple Music. Go to Spotify. Whatever your listening service is, preferably not Spotify, but you yeah. know, it's, it is what it is. That's a conversation. That's a conversation for another day. But yes, uh, have a lovely day, and thank you very much for listening. Take care, everyone. Take care. Cool. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Cute.